a special guest, Kirsty Foster. Um, it's a really great story. And Kirsty's also started her own podcast recently. Um, car chats, which I think is a really, really awesome name, especially considering it's literally meant for mums who are in the car doing school drop-offs and activity drop-offs and pickups. So have a listen to hers as well. And in a moment, we'll get into the interview. Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi and welcome to today's episode. I'm very excited because I have the lovely Kirsty Foster here from Social Mums Club. Hi Kirsty. Hi, so excited to be here. Lots of fun. Yeah, I know we, we met uh, probably a little over a year ago in probably the, a bit of a strange way actually. We both ended up um, doing some modeling. <laughs> for Def- some... I'm definitely not a model just to put that out there. <laughs> no, me either. But it was, it was a group of local mums and we were all supporting another local mum who was launching her uh, fitness wear brand and um, um, we went to a Melbourne Cup um, luncheon and we were modeling and that's how we met. Yeah. And I was fascinated by, by what Kirsty does. So just maybe just give a little bit of a, a bit of a background as to what you do and then we'll start to, to dig in a little deeper. Okay. So, um, so I am the founder of Social Mums Club. So we're basically um, a whole bunch of clubs. Well, I say a whole bunch. One day we'll be a whole bunch. At the moment we're just three. But clubs for mums of any age and stage, no matter which, you know, which end of the parenting journey you're at, um, can come together, create connections with other local mums, build a community, have fun and just sort of get that balance um, of doing things for yourself but also still enjoying being a mum. So yeah, we're all about yeah, building communities and having fun and being social. Yeah, which is really amazing because when I first heard about it, I was like, that's such a really cool thing because a lot of us, especially if we've sort of moved around and especially over the last few years, there's been a lot of movement. People have moved around mm, the country sure. and they've come from other countries as well. And unless you grow up in a place how do you meet people you meet if you have young children and they're really young you kind of you really struggle I remember when when my daughter was was a baby I'm like well where do you even if even if there's people that you know you're not always at the same stage of life so a lot of I had my daughter quite late so a lot of my friends kids were already at school so they were they were back to work and their their lives had continued and I'm there going well I'm here on my own and I would go for like days without speaking to a soul except for my husband and then maybe my mum and it did feel quite lonely. Yeah. So, so when I heard about what you did, I thought this is such a cool idea. So how did, how did you, where did you start and how did you come up with the idea of doing this and then turning it into a business as mm. well? Yeah, so I used to be a teacher. Well, I, I suppose I still am a teacher, but I, <laughs> I feel like that was a past life now. So I've always been around children and families and obviously I'm a mum of three myself. Um, and because my husband was in the Air Force for many years, we used to move around every 18 months. So whilst we were in the Air Force community, um, it was okay because the Air Force community is very welcoming and everyone's sort of used to people coming and going. So when a new family comes to the base, everyone welcomes you, you have immediate friends, you kind of quite looked after. But then um, he left the Air Force and then still continued to move around for different job opportunities. And because we were sort of used to it, I was happy to go along and it was a big fun adventure and whatever. Um, but it's very different once you get outside the Air Force community and I, I noticed the shift that all of a sudden I was like 
yeah, in a new environment, didn't have any friends, and and I was like, oh, so when am I going to meet your work friends' families? And he's like, oh no, you don't do that outside the air force. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I'm going to have to figure out a way to do this for myself because that's not it's not going to happen. So the easiest way, of course, is through your children. And when you're when you've got young children, if you're an extrovert like I am, it's not too hard because you can go to play groups and coffee catch-ups and you know even just playgrounds I used to be like hey you know want to be my friend and just like to make make friends that way um obviously a lot harder if you're if you're not confident to do that which is sort of why social mums club is so great um but yeah so I got kind of used to just going to a new environment and making new friends and then I found that because as the as the mum and I don't know the the person that was in charge of the social schedule I found that it was sort of my job to make connections for all the family. You know, my husband obviously would make them through work, but I would have to sort them out for all the children. So I, I just kind of got used to just going to a new place, quickly setting up base, like figuring out all the new connections, and then off we would go. And then um, when we moved here um, into at the end of 2019, just before COVID, my family are all here. So for the first time in my life, I had family in the same city. So that was amazing. We had, you know, we had immediately had a village, which was great. We'd never had that before. And Previously, I'd sort of relied upon the friendships that I'd made to be my village because we were moving around. We didn't have the family. Um, but then all of a sudden, I, I realized, okay, I've got the village now. I've got my sister, and she's introducing me to her friends, which is really lovely, but they're quite far away from where we lived. And I really just wanted local friends, which, which is what I was used to. And, of course, we all, we all love. We all want to catch up with local people in local places. Um, and, yeah, and all of a sudden, everything came to a standstill, of course, with COVID. So... I wasn't meeting anyone through school. In fact, you weren't even allowed to go into school. You know, we weren't even allowed to get out of your car. So how was I supposed to meet a friend that way? Um, and I didn't, I couldn't go to parks and playgroups because my everyone was at school in kindy full time. So there was not sort of like a need to just go hang around a playground. And I was like, it'd be, well, it would be very strange if you saw a lady hanging around going, hey, you want to be my friend when you didn't have a child with you. So I thought, well, I'll just make a Facebook group called Social Mums. If, people, if there are other mums that want to be social, they can join it and we can do things together. Um, and I, I think I just made it just on a whim. My son actually helped me make my logo, which is the same logo to this day. Um, and I just, I don't know, I love making logos, so it was a bit of fun. Um, and I just put it out there and like overnight, 200 people joined it. And I was like, whoa, that was unexpected. And then, so I just started organizing picnics and things in and around the COVID restrictions, which wasn't always the easiest. Um, and it was just a free group for local mums to catch up. And then because it became so popular, which was really exciting, um, it just grew and grew and grew. And then I found myself spending a lot of time organizing catch-ups and, have it, and then I needed a website and like it kind of just grew so big that I was like, okay, this is no longer a side hustle. And the mums were wanting more and more and more. They wanted more yeah. professional and they, professionalism. They wanted more events. They wanted, and there were people from like the Redlands wanting to come along and, and I was like, okay, I need to park some other things that I'm doing because there's just not enough time in my day and I'm just not giving it what it needs. And it was so exciting that I wanted to be able to pour everything into it. So at the time I was teaching part-time. So I was like, luckily my husband was very supportive and he's like, yep, just <laughs> go all in. So I went all in and um, turned it from what was a hobby in a Facebook group into a business. Yeah. So it was very exciting. Yeah, it is. And it's because, um, I mean, I remember rocking up at the first event and even just the picnic. I was like, there was a banner, there was, you know, there was stuff. That I was just like, this is really amazing. Like, this from like, it seemed like you were a stager or an interior designer <laughs> or something. And there was a picnic I rocked up and there was this beautiful table and the um, 
cushions and even just the, the decorations on the table. It was just, it felt so luxurious. It was really yeah. nice. Um, and then also the other thing you do is you also allow local businesses Excellent. to share, which is also then how we sort of develop more of a relationship because I'm you know part of the, the community in that way. Um, but it's a really lovely way to help everyone because we want, I think one of the things COVID did do was help us understand the concept of buying local and supporting yes, local. Absolutely. So that's something else that you do. So maybe can you give us how did, sure. how did that part of it develop? Yeah. So, um, so obviously the, the mum side of things was going really well and there were lots of mums and they all wanted to come along to events and things. But um, I needed to monetize it in some way. Like not, not because I'm all about lots of having lots of money, but if I was going to stop teaching and if I was going to you know, do this full time, I have to earn money. And at first that was quite confronting for me because... Um, it was a free group and it was a kind of like a voluntary thing that I was doing. And my, but my husband kept reminding me, he's very good at reminding me things, that <laughs> if, you, you know, if you don't earn money, you can't provide the service. Yep. And then that wouldn't, you know, you'd be letting down a whole bunch of people that, that want the service. So it's, it's okay to earn money. And, and that's, a, I think, and I've heard as I've gone along in the journey, that's quite common with female business owners. We, yeah. we, like, we love to do things for people, but when it comes to making money, it makes us feel a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah, that was my biggest challenge. So anyway, so I consulted a whole bunch of people and listened to a whole lot of podcasts. And so I decided, obviously, um, Social Mums Club, um, could become a membership group. That was the, the first thing that I did. Um, and the mum, a lot of mums had been saying to me, look, I want to pay you for this. I, I love it. Like I, it feels funny. It feels uncomfortable for me to come along and you're putting all this time and effort in. So let me pay you. So I was like, I'll, I'll trial that. And so, yeah, so last year was our first year having the membership. Yeah. Um, and that was, yeah, that was really successful. And it, it actually, it made things a lot easier in some ways because people sort of felt part of a community and they knew they were, you know, they were in the group and that they could turn up and they could see familiar faces. And it, I just, yeah, it made it kind of feel more real, I guess, and more more of that community feel. But of course, we've still got the online community that anyone can be in a, if yeah. they're not ready to, you know, put their money into it and come commit more permanent basis. Um, and then... But that was one portion of it. But I always, I've always been fascinated with marketing and business and small, and I love local businesses. And I, I'm a huge fan of supporting my local. And the more I interacted and got, got you know, sort of into the community, I was like, there's so many amazing local businesses here mm. that are fine. And I remember when I used to do, try and do Facebook ads in the previous business, they are awful. Like, you've got to download the pixel and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And it's just, it's, it's a minefield. There's just so much information to learn. And then yeah, it's you, quite random as it's, well. Yeah. And unless you're doing it as your job, yeah. um, it's so hard to do it properly. And you end up just pouring money into these Facebook ads and really getting little return. And then, yeah, I, if you try and get someone to do it for you, the minimum spend is like more than what most businesses would, small businesses would want to spend. So I thought maybe there's a way to connect the local mums with the local businesses and support, yeah. especially coming out of COVID. You know, there was a real push for yeah for people to kind of stay local and and to be promoted locally as well. Um, so yeah, so I just started reaching out to people that I'd met along the way and said, you know, first was the first was my physio, evokes um, here physio, Alex there. She was she was like yes, hundred percent. So she was it was nice to get like really positive feedback to start with, yeah. and um, yeah, it kind of just grew and grew, and then we created a system where now we've got your your course are included and yeah. all these amazing local businesses yeah. that um, and I only partner with businesses that I 
first of all, the people are great and I trust them and I believe in what they're doing and they're doing it for the right reasons. Mm. Um, and they want to give back to the mums in some way. So they want to help improve the lives of mums. Yep. But also people that are really good at what they do. Yep. So, um, so it's really important to me. Like my values are really strong, and that I, I'm not. I'm not just trying to chase the money and, yeah. <laughs> and you know, get anyone. Like I really want the. There has to be a, a, a community feel um, going back and forth. So, you know, the businesses need to want to support the mums, and the mums obviously they don't have to support the businesses, but but by nature of them supporting us, then it kind of it comes swings around and and the mums do end up becoming yeah. their customers. So it's a really nice synergy, yeah. Yeah, because I, I often see, I mean, there's things like, quite often you're like, oh, I need a good electrician, or, mm. you know, I need a good plumber, or does anybody know? And I see that question come out quite a yeah. lot. Um, and it's nice that people can share, and it's a good environment because we know we're all coming from the same same space and absolutely I've, and yeah. I've met quite a few of the mums at various events and everyone's really lovely and they yeah. just want to chat and you know yeah. it's just it's and a nice way to connect yeah and everyone's there for a similar reason you know like yeah. there's no everyone's kind of open like yeah I'm here to make new friends so yeah. it's not uncomfortable in any way like it's not like yeah. you're like oh everyone's a friend and I'm on the outsider no like every single person is there to make new friends and it's yeah. always a different mix of people yeah so you'll never feel like everyone knows each other and I don't there'll always be new people yes. meeting new friends um even people that come like like you like yourself like there's some people at book club on Sunday there was one lady there that comes to almost everything and then another lady there that comes to almost everything but yet they'd never met before huh. and I was like how have you never met but they obviously just come to almost everything but not the same the thing same things, yeah. yeah so I love that about that and I also love that it's um all different ages so yeah. like sometimes we have you know new mums and sometimes we have the more experienced mums and there's a little bit of like not even a conscious but a little bit of mentoring that just naturally happens that yeah. you, you almost like you would get from your elders you know and yeah. if you lived in a village yeah and I find with um, mums groups that are just, you know, all babies or just all toddlers or, what, you know, when you just stick to your, the age of the child you've got, you kind of miss out on a bit of that. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah it's really lovely. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, then, and then when you add in the layer of the, the, the local businesses, like you say, it's so nice to be able to say when someone says, hey, I'm looking for an electrician, be like, well, we've got this Moran um, Power Solutions MPS as our, um, you know, as our partner and I know yeah. them and all these mums have used them and they're great and like, and then, yeah. and especially because we've got so many um, people in our community that have moved here. I guess on the back of COVID, people were moving to the Sunshine State like never yeah. before. Um, and so they're, they're new, they don't know anyone, they don't have, they don't have the village, they don't, they don't have the networks, they yes. don't know who to call. Yeah. And rather than just Googling a random name, you can, you know, oh. search and get, get someone that you know is, going to yeah. do a good job yeah because that's what we used to always do but if yeah and also if you're talking to a neighbor who's also just moved how you know you you, you kind of then just compound the fact that nobody really knows anyone yeah yeah um, so it builds that um i want to tap back into something you said before which mm-hmm. is the story so when you started to monetize it mm. and this is something that's very much i find uh, repeats when it comes to money mm. and the stories we tell ourselves and oh we can't earn money or we mm. can't talk about money because it's just it makes us feel like or we're supposed to feel that it's a bad thing but instantly your husband has no problem with it yes I so, know. so men don't seem to have a problem with that side yeah. of things but as soon as a woman starts to want to sell or make money mm. on something instantly it somehow removes the genuineness of it mm. which is not the fact because what mm. you also said was it allowed you to amplify the impact mm. and it's actually allowed me to help more people yeah. and yeah support more mums so 
Yeah, it, fa- it's very, it was very uncomfortable for me because I'm yeah. very much a giver and a doer for other people. And, you know, yeah. I, w- I would have, like my husband said to me once, you would do this for free, wouldn't you? I was like, yeah, 100%. I was yeah. like, if in a perfect world, if I didn't have to earn money, I'd just do it. And he's like, well, how can we make it so you can do it, yeah. but also earn money so that you don't have to teach and you can go and do that? Yeah, yeah. that's it. And that's, that's such a logical way of looking at it. Mm. And as women, we are more emotional, which is lovely because it makes us special yeah. <laughs> in that way. But at the same time, there is, um, there is a value and as in our society value also comes from the dollar value that we kind of invest in something because then we also take um, we feel it like it's more valuable and we'll actually want mm. to sort of spend more time on it too mm. and we'll um, and also with the just the general connections that get made everyone feels like they're part of something mm. um, and if you it's not like an exclusive club by any means because mm. anyone can join yeah. but it's still it does have that nice village yeah kind of feel like you said and that's that's something that we we miss out on a lot in this day and age yeah um, I grew up a lot with my my mum and my grandma and my daughter now has that same relationship and it's really really lovely but we we don't have our cousins nearby mm. and aunts and uncles nearby yeah. um, and it's so I have a lot of friends that are you know auntie so-and-so and uncle so-and-so and then my daughter's now at the age of like are they really aunts and uncles it's like, well they're just close friends of mama yeah <laughs> but they're like your aunties and uncles yeah. like it doesn't and matter yeah your village can be whoever you want it to be and yeah like and you get to choose them when you do a, an environment like this too yeah, you know, and end yeah. up with some crazy aunt so-and-so yeah, yeah. absolutely and and, um, you know, there's, there's always going to be people that you connect with more so than others. Like, you know, I meet so many amazing ladies through Social Mums Club and, and, I, and I get to sit and watch these connections being built. And you can just see when someone... You just that it's almost like there's like a little fizz like, yeah. and you know like you can just go oh I'm like oh that's happening and then I actually you sort of introduce them and then you step back and you kind of watch it and then they you know they exchange numbers and it and it and it it might just it might not be the first time you go to an event but it might be the second or third but eventually you're going to find someone that you you Click. just connect with and yeah. then it's just easy you know yeah. and and it doesn't have to be it's not weird or awkward it's just like oh yay I found that's the friend awesome. that's why I was here and that person's like well that's why I was here too and now yeah. off, off we go yeah yeah yeah, and you don't have to do like stalk playgrounds asking someone. Yeah, yeah, it just takes that <laughs> that awkward <laughs> layer out of it. Yeah. yeah, and there's always a you know there's usually I'm there to you know be the in, in the go between there, so you're never going to turn up and be like oh I don't know if I'm going to know anyone or the yeah. biggest fear people have is like, how am I going to find them because often when you've gone like people have had bad experiences with other mothers groups you turn up and you can't find the group that you're looking for or you sit yeah. down and it's the wrong mothers group and it's so oh, awkward right. but that's why we have all the signage that's why we have the big sign so you yeah. like you can't miss it you turn up you go, oh there's a sign you go you usually you recognize me and i'll be like hi and then you you know get your name tag and then you're away yeah. um but as we grow obviously i can't uh, as much as I would love to, I can't be at every social event. So um, this year, I haven't actually announced this, but it's very exciting that I've, I've got mums from within the Social Mums Club community yep. to be hosts as oh, well. Wonderful. So yeah, so as as we grow, you won't necessarily see me at every event now, but you'll be seeing one of the other lovely hosts, and I'll start yeah. introducing them, and they'll be they'll I'll train them up. They're they're really lovely people, so they'll do it anyway. But how to do what I do? So make sure that you yeah. when you turn up, there's someone friendly to greet you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so something we were talking about before we hit record, which I wanted to delve into a little bit, and we've touched on it a bit with the money stories and that. You and your husband sound like you come from sort of different backgrounds and and perhaps the stories that you both had growing up. I mean, there's a gender um, bias there as well, which 
you know, we, a lot of us know already about. Um, so the journey that you've gone on as a family, how have you, have you sort of navigated that um, in terms of how you started out? Because three children and moving around a lot um, and your, your sort of mindset, I suppose, around investing versus saving, mm. um, frugality as well. How, how does that all play into your world as a family? Yeah, so um, I was just saying before that my husband, he... He loves, I don't know why, he must have read Rich Dad, Poor Dad when he was very young or something like that. He just loves the idea of investing in housing. So yeah. like when I met him, he was already saving for a house. And this was when I was 20. He was, yeah. and he was a few years older than me. He was already saving for a house. So we bought, well, we bought with his brother. He, him, him and his brother really bought it, but I was on the scene. So I call it my house as well. Bought, I bought a rental property like in our early 20s. Um, and then, yeah, and from there, he, him and I and his brother as well um, have just bought multiple houses and sold them. And and really rode the property market. And I was just saying that that was really, it was fun while, before we had kids, but once we had kids, I really wanted to just have one house and one mortgage and live in that one house and pay off the mortgage and then live happily ever after. But he was like, let's have more than one house. And, and I was like, I was always found that quite stressful. Yeah. Cause um, yeah, I guess my, I come from a family, my mum's quite risk averse. So she was always like worrying about stuff like that. Um, but, but so I, used, I joked that he thought it was like real life monopoly, but Every time we took a risk like that, it really did pay off. And, um, you know, each time you sell a house, you get a little bit more money to invest in the next house and then so on and so on. And obviously the property market has, you know, gone quite well over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so now it's like I'm, we're starting to see the fruits of our labor. And it's actually those decisions that we made back then have allowed me to take the risk with social mums, I guess. Because yeah. financially we're in a, a way, like even, at, you know, if, at, the, at the start of any startup, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah. But had it not been for those decisions that we made early on, I would have had to have been teaching full time and doing, you know, side hustling and um and it would have taken a lot longer to build up. But I guess yeah. we had the we had the we had the comfort of knowing that we had money behind us so that I could take the risk and uh, you know, we could we could manage that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's that's part of it. I mean, and I think a lot of what stops um, women in particular is the fear of failure mm. and taking a risk. Um, but risks can be calculated risks yeah. as well. And if you, almost like the earlier you start, the more time you have to correct. That's so true. If something doesn't work. Yeah. So you kind of almost, it's almost like stop thinking about it and just yeah. try it. If it's something that aligns with your values and it aligns yeah. with the lifestyle that you want, then just take the risk now because if it doesn't work, you still have time to yeah. correct. We've, ta- we've had that conversation so many times. We're like, we're yeah. still young. You know, let's, yeah. if we can take the risk because if, you know, if the worst happens, mm. we can, we're young enough to rebuild. Like yeah. we used to always say that. Um, and we've lost money over the years. We, he dabbled in share, the share market and stuff just before, yeah, at the wrong time, just before, you know, what was that financial crisis back in yeah, yeah, early 2008? Yeah, yeah, financial yeah crisis. just before yeah. that, we bought a whole bunch of shares, lost those. Yeah, so, you know, we've lost money over the years as well. But yeah, they're all, yeah, risks that you take, you know, um, yeah. and then if you don't take risks, you don't get reward as well. Yeah, yeah, there's that aspect to it as well. Yeah. And I think that the lack of financial literacy and education that we have is uh, kind of holds us back as well. Mm. And the education, like I've done share trading courses. I learned about candlestick charts and technical analysis. And I was just mm. like, oh my gosh, this is just no, not too much. Um, yeah. And even property as well. Like my, my family's European, so they're very much into buying property. Mm. But I, And I watched my dad, and, you know, he dabbled and all of well, didn't doubt he bought and didn't always make money. But <laughs> um, yeah. So, but it's one of those things that you have to figure out what's right for you. Absolutely. Um, and I think there's so much out there peddling, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. And I was like, well, you don't have to do anything, but you do need to do something. Yeah. And that's true <laughs> so, with everything in life because, you know, 
we got married really young um, and everyone's like, why would you do that? And we're like, well, that's what we want to do, you know. Um, yeah. Everyone else we knew went on their OE and if, I don't know if that's the New Zealand thing where everyone used to get, finish university, go overseas, spend yeah. heaps of money, you know, do the whole drinking and all that. We didn't do that. Yeah. We had kids young. Um, everyone was like, have your kids later, enjoy life. We didn't. So we, we kind of just have always just, just gone our own way, done our own thing. Yeah. And that, that's worked for us. And as long as we're, we were on the same page, it, yeah. you know, it's been great. Um, and yeah, I think just dare, dare to be different. And, and like you say, stick to your values. So if it's important to you and you believe in it and yeah, and you've got someone, I think you need someone in your corner though. You know, like you need someone that encourages you and, yeah. and supports you and, and you can go, oh my God, am I doing the right thing? And they're like, yes. Like my husband was like, he was away one time and I was, we're sort of at a crossroads with social mums where I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go, either go all in or, you know, like I'm still, I'm a bit scared to take the risk. And he met, he's like, go onto YouTube <laughs> and type in Brene Brown and watch it <laughs> and then and then come back to me and we'll talk again he's like you've got to you know you've got to yeah. dare to believe in yourself and you've got to yeah, yeah. you've got to believe it so. yeah that's it and um and getting out there and being yourself and being vulnerable which is yeah, what Brene talks about that's what it was yeah you've yeah. got to be vulnerable like mm-hmm. it feels uncomfortable to put yourself yeah. out there but if you do um you know amazing things can happen yeah and that's where also if you don't have somebody in your family or your immediate friend circle who believes in you reach out and find other groups like social yeah. mums or and that's what I, I i do with the the financial fulfillment program that i i have which is launching again soon by the way if anyone's Sliding. interested in going on the wait list um and that's very much to try and create that community and yeah. you know keep in touch there's a facebook group people ask questions yep. they're concerned if they're or they're like oh you know I'm, I'm just even if it's just mindset or support i'm feeling really down right now yeah something i wanted to do didn't happen or I want to do this but I don't know if I have the courage to do it and then you can lean on that circle yeah Uh, any any sort of community like whatever you're into like if you're doing making a change in your life or you're you're doing something new or you're doing something hard if you can build a community around you of people that are going through something similar or or have a like-minded interest or whatever it is it's Mm. going to help you because Yeah. yeah you're just yeah, strength in numbers, I guess, and um, yeah, the village. That. Yeah, it's just the village. It comes yeah, back to connection in the village. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I can see that would be so important when it came to financial literacy because mm-hmm. you would be so easy to just go back to your old ways. But you're there because yeah, you're there because you wanted to to do something different, and then yeah. to have that sort of your cheerleaders with you supporting you and encouraging you and quite often it's just validation of what you want to do anyway Mm -hmm. and not that you need someone's permission or someone's approval but it's just talking it out loud with someone and going you know what you could do this this or this you've chosen to do this which is great this will you know as long as you've kind of thought it out a few steps ahead you don't have to have the whole thing figured out yeah Um, but just to have someone who's not judgmental yeah (laughs) to talk to and someone who's supportive yeah Um, but also you know not like blindly cheerleading either yeah that's that's true that's also not going to be helpful yeah and it's nice to find that's the great thing about friends I think um you can find the friends that are those people for you like and you can find that through social mums or through your group and you know like you you go along and you you find the people that are the right the right kind of people for you at the right time of your life and you know that they're gonna either you know you can pick what kind of friends you want them to be like if you you can search until you find the right one like you might not want friends that are all negative and like worst case scenario you might want friends that are really uplifting and empowering and, and support you but like at the same time maybe then you want some other friends that are like hey you know like don't get too 
ahead of yourself like <laughs> you know and it's good to have a balance of people in your life I yeah. think and you can have different friends for different things like I'm quite often the friend people call when they're in a crisis yeah and for a while there was like why do I only you know why does everybody like you know and then I realized well I actually quite like helping when yeah. there's a crisis or even when it's a compliment just that support. you're a dependable yeah. person yeah but then you can find like for instance you offer um, you know people want to exercise together so mm. you can have exercise buddies yeah or if you want to just have a coffee chat buddy you can find a coffee chat buddy or yep. a play date friend um, or the you know go out and have fun if you want to go dancing yeah. or go to the movies yeah of. and you so can be friends with all those sorts of people and, yeah. and you can find all those sorts of people through social mums because yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's the beautiful, yeah. beautiful thing about it like you can connect in all different ways and do all different things like yeah. sometimes you meet friends through school or through yeah. kindy or whatever and then maybe um yeah, the kids might get along, but you might not. Or you might get along so well, but all of a sudden the kids have a falling out and you, so you can't do... But doesn't mean you can't be friends with them. It just means you just don't have to be friends with them with the kids around. Just, yeah, things just out, you know. And, yeah, <laughs> just got to be flexible sometimes. <laughs> so how do, how do people find out more about social mums? Where do they go? What can they do to connect? So that, probably the easiest thing to do is to go to socialmumsclub.com. That's mm-hmm. our website. And then... And there, there's all the information about what we do, why we do it, how we do it. And then there's also links to our Facebook groups. So at the moment we have three. So we've got um, the Bayside Facebook group, which is the the flagship group, I guess, and it's the biggest and that's where it all began. And then um, we've got the North Redlands group Mm -hmm. and also we've just started South Redlands Mm -hmm. and there'll be lots more popping up this year as we grow. So we're slowly, um, as the demand increases and as as we get the um, logistics sorted and the behind the scenes to be able to grow, then um, the plan is to just keep popping up new ones, kind of growing out from the Bayside. And yeah, so we can reach more mums and more local businesses and support as many people as we can and yeah. connect those communities <laughs> and there's really cool events too like there's even one with diamonds which i have to go back and check oh on. yes i, I like, oh, am that. very excited about that cocktails and well, diamonds and cocktails it's actually called yeah, yeah so it's um it's a secret event so um yeah you wear a cocktail dress you bring along your diamonds um there's security guards i haven't mentioned that just because we'll all have our diamonds i'll probably be wearing um my son's uh, fake diamond necklace that he got for Christmas, <laughs> like bling. So no, I don't think I have the fanciest diamonds, but yeah, but yeah. it's going to be with a jeweler and she's going to um, tell us if you want to, some people like to get their, their jewelry remodeled for whatever yeah. reason. Um, and so she's going to talk about that. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. All yeah. right, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for and having me. And I look me. forward to seeing it grow and develop and being part of that too, because it's, it's lovely to have that connection. Yeah, it's wonderful having you as our community partner. So I hope um, more and more mums um, come and talk to you about their money values and their, you know, the education around money. So that's yeah, it's great that you're doing what you're doing for the community as well. Thank you. Thank you for your support too. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that episode, and I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>